You're listening to The Purple Stethoscope. I am your host, Devin Nixon, family nurse practitioner. None of the information provided in this podcast is intended to nor sufficient to diagnose your personal medical issue, but there is a lot to learn, so let's start the show. Welcome back, everybody. I am here today with Dr. Cislena Ledbetter, who has a doctorate in psychology from Howard University. Um, go Bisons, by the Yay. way. That was my dream H-U. school. Was it? <laughs> yes. Oh the real H-U. The real H-U. <laughs> um, That's right. And then was the director of counseling at UDC. That's right. And is now way out here up in the northwest oh, corner of the world. That's right. That's right. <laughs> in Bellingham, Washington, as the executive director of counseling, health, and wellness. Very good. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm excited to be here and to have this conversation with you to talk about such a an important topic. Yes. So, an important topic. So, as you all who've been listening know, we have talked about establishing care with a primary care provider. We've talked about eating fresh and how to find good um, unprocessed or or at least the least processed foods. We've talked about meaningful movement, not just torturing ourselves on a treadmill at a gym, but actually using our bodies for things that truly bring us joy. We recapped the Essence Wellness House, which was a two-day retreat for Black women talking about all kinds of things. And then we talked about sleep, which is, I almost feel like we should have started with sleep. That was such an amazing. So important and underrated. Yes, a fantastic conversation with Dr. Monique Balthazar of uh, Georgia. And now, you know, I'm thinking the summer's here. We may take a little break since my editor is on vacation. <laughs> and I apologize on that note. If this, if there's no intro or outro, right. that is why. Um, but to kind of tie up this foundations of health and wellness, we really can't overlook our mental health. Um, it's one of those things that we have seen the fallout from in our society in multiple different ways. We all probably work or go to school with somebody that we might side-eye from time to time. <laughs> That's right. We might be side-eyeing That's right. Ourselves. That's right. Right. If you haven't done that, then it's probably you. <laughs> then it's probably you. <laughs> That's right. So you know, we just wanted to talk today about where do we start and being mindful of the fact that some of you have insurance. Mm-hmm. Some of you probably don't. Some of you have access to therapists or, or pastoral care or, um, you know, things that come with your insurance and, and some don't. But all of us need to be mindful of our mental health. And so we just want to talk about where where we even start. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you are looping mental health into this conversation because... Yeah. There is no health without mental health. Amen. And so oftentimes when people talk about health, they always talk about the physical. Mm-hmm. And they are, you know, um, and what do you do with your body and the things that you eat? Sure. And, you know, and even sleep. But if you don't get those things right, you, you can trigger a mental health event. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be the opposite. Mental health can trigger not doing the sleeping. And so having a conversation about mental health is, and I'm glad you're aware of it, it's not really an afterthought. It's right. it's an important and central part of the conversation about being a healthy person. And I have this conversation often about where do you start? 
I had a, um, I was speaking at a, um, a movie, like a preview, and I was on a panel. And I, it kind of threw out the, the phrase self-care. And this was a, a couple, <laughs> a few weeks ago. We just had this off, offline. We just yeah. had this conversation about self-care. And so for those of us who have at least taken a moment and paused and thought about what self-care is for us. Right. Um, we have these, so it's these memes in our mind about what self-care looks like about right. us, for us. And so one of the questions excuse me, that came up was, well, what do you mean, Dr. Lavetter, about self-care? What do you mean? And so kind of, I kind of volleyed it back to her. So what is self-care to you? That's it. Because there's no recipe. There's right. no four steps. Because what That's I right. mean may be completely different Absolutely. You. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when, when I think about where do you start, it is not always a therapist. Okay. Um, it is not always a therapist. Sometimes it's just about taking a moment to vent with a friend Mm -hmm. who you believe can listen without judgment and without memory. That is so not just awesome, but good to hear because I want, I want to pause on, on something real quick because therapy is right up there with self care to me. It's like a, it's like a word that is a a trendy word. It's trendy right now. And we don't all have access to that for myself. I have insurance. I have Kaiser. I can, and I do go to the website and look through the therapists that are available. And you know what? I think this is where, um, you know, diversity in healthcare and Mm -hmm. in medicine Mm -hmm. really matters because I have gone to therapists who have a completely different Mm -hmm. life experience Mm -hmm. than me. And it wasn't helpful when they sat on the couch with their eyes all big and bulgy going, you're kidding. Wow, you are so strong. I don't. I know I'm strong because I'm here. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't need you to remind me of that. Exactly. But it's exactly. the friends and the venting with the friends, at least right. for me, that when I get to a point where I feel safe enough to yeah. do that and not burdening that friend. Right, right. Because I know a lot of times we're all going through it. We and are. We all have something. Yeah. We all have something. Yeah. And that's not to discount. Um, that's not to discount competent therapist. There Absolutely. are competent therapists out there, and you almost have to be living under a rock not to have had the mental health conversation walk right up to your doorstep because so many people nowadays, particularly celebrities, um, I was just talking to my sons, and they were talking about some of the football players who oh. have completed by suicide and who wow. have come out and talked about not um, not only just um, their mental illness, but how that has affected their entire families. Yeah. You've got Robin Williams who completed. Oh, You've yeah. got um, Selena Gomez who came out. Wendy Williams. You've yes. got all of these celebrities co- who've come out and talked about their individual struggles mm-hmm. with mental health. Mm-hmm. And so now you've got all of these examples of people that have struggled in their own way, have dealt with it in their own way, many of them public, but at least unlike. 10 years ago or yeah. 15 years ago, you don't have to be ashamed. Right. The stigma the, is the going stigma away. The stigma is going away. Yeah. And in the black community, right? In our right. community, which we are always, you know, when the world catches a cold, we catch the flu, right? <laughs> right. So, right. so in our community, yeah. it is still, you know, has that little twinge of, of stigmatism. But... There are so many resources for you Mm -hmm. online. I mean, you mentioned the web and going. There are so many resources. And, you know, thinking about self-care and and how to deal through and and search through and find 
um, resources. If you don't have insurance or if your insurance does not cover the kind of mental health, where sometimes these co-pays of mental health right. may as well just be <laughs> the, a regular visit. Exactly, right? <laughs> if I got to pay $50 every right. time I go see a therapist, that's, oh, that's no access for me, right? right? So, but there are resources that, that I think there's this universal knowledge that is pointing us in the, into the direction of slowing down. Yes. And I think we talked today Ooh. about how you slow down by throwing your yoga mat in yes. your, right? And if you don't have a yoga mat, use a blanket. Yeah. Put it out in your yard. A pillow. Or a pillow. Sometimes I just sit. Right. Sit in practice. Just sit on the pillow and let my thoughts yeah. fly away. And quiet your mind. Yes. Or if your mind is racing, pay attention to the thoughts that are coming mm-hmm. to see what they're there to teach you or to right. show you. Right. Because it's not just about, you know, the doing, not doing. But right. sometimes it's about... What is this recurring theme? What is this recurring thought? Oh, that's so good. That is coming up. And watch it dance. Don't dance with it. That's right. Don't take it by the hand and that's run right. off with the thought. But watch it and go, huh? That observing. Be the your observer. Own mind. Yeah. Be the observer. You know, you brought up our community, and I can't help but think of church. Yes. And and I grew up in church and I'm a believer, you know, yes. I love the Lord. This is part of my wellness yeah. Yeah. is my relationship with God. But I have seen how the church could be detrimental. Yeah. Um, not just saying, just pray about it, just mm-hmm. trust in God, although those things are detrimental. Right. But I have also seen people who weren't formally trained, right? Um, who had a calling and were assigned a position but didn't really do the training right? and really didn't have the tools to offer what to do outside of praying and waiting and believing. Yeah. Um, I was part of a church at, at one time that uh, I was really grateful as much as they preached marriage and staying together no matter what, there was a line drawn at, at physical mm-hmm. violence. Um, but I struggle with that because that's us. That's we, us. Church is our, and it not is. to discount church at all. Right. We, we need it. It's when right. we, we go and we, you know, see each other and, you know, yeah. it, it encourages me just to see my brother and my sister Absolutely. back in the house of the Lord. Like, okay, we're Absolutely. still in this thing. We are. And church has been, you know, I have to say, not really a friend to the mental health community. Okay. It has not. It yeah. has not. In fact, so many of the people that I've seen, um, and I'm in college mental health, so I certainly can talk a, a lot about that, but so many of the people that I've seen have come with these with these stories, these very heavy stories mm. about what they have um, sort of bought into sure. by the various preachers, regardless of the denomination, were all being told a story. And I'm not discounting one story over the other, right. but they aren't necessarily helpful in helping you move through some very um, heavy yeah. burdens that you have to bear. And so, you know, people who are in the pastorate are not necessarily trained to mm-hmm. do the mental health counseling or the pat. They, they call it pastoral counseling oftentimes. Right. And they don't really understand. It's not just about praying it away. Right. Um, just pray that demon out. You know, you've got this you've got this problem with you. You, you need to um, pray about it and move on. I think that his that the church has not been a friend. I think churches are now getting to the point because not only is the divorce rate equal in church as it is in the world, Mm -hmm. but they're recognizing now that if they don't change their 
message to the world mm-hmm. that they're going to continue losing. Oh, Millennials yeah. are not joining churches. No, they're not at the ra- at the rate at which the most Gen-, Gen X unchurched uh, generation. That's exactly right. Yeah, yet that's ex- exactly it's not right. working. It's not one thing I love about millennials. I have to say this, and I don't know if I'm a millennial right, or right, not. I'm right. like right on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. And some things say I am, and some things say that I'm not. So. Right, right. But one thing I do love about millennials is the their I don't even know where they got empowered to question everything. They do. But they question everything. Yeah. And they don't just do it. See, I grew up when you did it because you were told to do it. That's you right. You didn't think about it. You didn't That's ask right. questions about it. And your fallback was, well, so-and-so told me. That's and right. And so-and-so was in a position you did as you to were have told. all of the understanding that, I, that you didn't have. That's right. Um, and the same was true for church. And another thing about getting um, mental health care in church that I noticed because I went through it, y'all. I'm not saying this as a, as a spectator <laughs> supporter. <laughs> I was an active participant. Is that it wasn't individualized. Mm. It was always, what does the word say you right. are? What does the Bible say you right. are? What is your identity in Christ? But I have learned through living, the word has a lot to say. But God says, I'm Devin. Right. And he knows my name. That's right. And my personal that's struggles right. and the you know, familial things. That's right. So that it, it was a struggle. It is a struggle. It was a struggle. And it's because, you know, to, to you know, not to, to completely to dismantle the, the value that the church has around the whole pastoral counseling. I think mm-hmm. they are doing the best that they can sure. with the pedagogy and understanding that they have. But I also think that relationships with the creator are very individual. Mm -hmm. And I think when you get to know what that means for yourself, it becomes a different walk. Yeah. And I think the questioning that the new generation um, is doing Mm -hmm. now really is about figuring out what this and people go, oh, you, you talk about spiritual versus religious, but they are really trying to tap into what does it mean to be connected? Right. What does it mean to be connected yes. with spirit? Mm-hmm. And that is a whole shift in consciousness that oh, I think we yes. are going through right now. I think so. And so, and I think that that is, I don't know if it was on the heels or the beginning of this movement around all of these people who are now coming out. And talking about their challenges and mm. talking about their mental, um, you know, their mental illness. And 20 years ago, 15 years ago, that would have been unheard of. Would have been unheard of. Yeah, you Absolutely. would not talk about it. You would not talk about it in family. What goes no. on in the house stays in the house. Right. You not put your business out. And everybody had somebody and in their family that was mentally ill. they sure did. And we all knew about it and we took care of them. That's right. And I don't discount that at all because I can also say, you know, um, Sometimes people who are not in the community are not prepared to safely care for us. Right. And fear. That's Fear is one of those things like, I know when someone's comfortable around me or not. Yeah. Nice or not nice. Mm -hmm. I know when they're comfortable. Now, you can be comfortable and Mm -hmm. be unkind. Right. And I know the difference. That's right. You can also be kind, but be afraid of me. That's right. And your understanding of what I represent. Right. Uh, and so that that's another thing that yeah. has been difficult, which was helpful, honestly, for me when my younger years and I had no money, didn't right. have no insurance, right. church was all I had. Right. I, I give thanks for, forever yeah. Yeah. to my yeah. pastors yeah. and the pastoral yeah. care that I received yeah. because that's what was available 
Um, but you know, well, there are so many more options now. There We're are. talking there so much are. more now. It's yeah. not yeah. such and, a shameful and, thing. And I want to definitely sort of put a pin in something you said about being comfortable because mm-hmm. you, you kind of said that a couple of times. And I think it's really important because when you find that therapist, if it happens to be a therapist, if you are led to find one, it's not just don't write them all off because your first experience is bad. You may have to go through four or five therapists before you find someone who is culturally competent. It is the truth. (laughs) You have to give because just like everything, right? Like you might be the 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 you might be that person who likes nine white shoes and hate Manila Blahnik, Mm -hmm. or you might love you know Mm -hmm. Clark's. And hey, right, you've got to try them on before you find out what what your brand is, what your style is, Mm -hmm. because they're trained differently. Right. And so they 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 connect with you differently. Right. Um, they some of them have different levels of cultural competence. Mm-hmm. So they they relate to you differently. And a therapist does not that does not align with you culturally. Some the purists would say it doesn't matter as long as they understand the you know, sort of the theoretical underpinning yeah, of what okay. they're doing. That's what a purist would <laughs> right. say. I but I know, having you know, <laughs> taught around the whole cultural, cultural competence piece, that it's important that someone gets you. Right. And I think another part of it, too, is it's such a vulnerable seat to be it sitting really in. It really is. And black women in particular, well, let me speak for myself, because yeah. I'm not every black woman and every black woman isn't me. But being vulnerable is not easy. It's yeah. one of those things that I just haven't had a lot of safe spaces to explore vulnerability. That's so important. And so when I'm putting myself out there and saying, okay, I know that I just need some help sorting through some of this stuff I picked up along the way. I'm being very, very vulnerable when I do that. And so I want to return on my vulnerability. I don't want to go back and do it three or four times. I know you don't. But if it's necessary, I think... Also, we have to learn to really fight for ourselves. Yeah, we do. And to fighting for ourselves might mean going to three or four different therapists before you find someone who yeah. is a good fit. Yeah, so, so, and this is where I, I put in a plug for, for people that are interested in going into mental health or mental health counseling. Yes. Um, because there will never be, I cannot recall the statistic, but this is what I know from APA, American Psychological Association, that says there will never be enough therapists to serve the increase in mm-hmm. mental illness that we see. Oh, sure. On, that, that's coming down the pipeline, particularly um, with all of the people that are coming out now, with the drawdown of the troops that are going to be coming from all of the wars that we have Ooh, and all I've over the country. i for days because yeah. I didn't hear of them in the hospital, yes. but I'm not trained in the mental See? health piece. And there will and never they be. start letting it oh, out, my, and yes. I'm like, I'll pray with you. Right, right. Because exactly, let me pray with you. Because it is, it is, it's so much. Yes. It's so much. Yes. And so it's like, if you have the gift, and I believe that mental, um, you know, the mental health field calls you, and I believe it's a gift. I don't think that you necessarily it are that. It must be a I gift think it is. because I could not. I don't know how you all. I mean, it part of gift. what I do yeah. as a family nurse practitioner, there is a mental health piece to that. Right. Because you start picking up on things with That's patients right. and you That's go, okay, right. this isn't about that. That's What's right. going on in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the heaviest conversations. They? They're so heavy. And I have, I'm, I'm tuning in on how to 
Take it without taking it. Yes. Take it without keeping it. And that's the thing. That yeah. is the real key. When you're at, when you have the gift, mm-hmm. then you are you have the ability to see clients, first of all, without absorbing yeah. by allowing their energy to pass through you. Yeah. Which is a real gift. Ooh. Because you have yeah. never seen mental illness as you have on the face of a psychiatrist or a psychologist or mm-hmm. a counselor who's been in the field for so long and they haven't been able to pass through. Oh, that okay. person, you can they're almost, traumatized. they're very traumatized yeah. because you've got to have the gift to be able to say, I can, I can receive this. Mm-hmm. I will pass, it will pass through me and I will allow you to process it because so much of it is just allowing someone to be, I to know, validate that's what who I they mean. are. I'm, I'm a smart lady. I don't yeah. need somebody to necessarily tell me yes. what to do, but let's, it's like a drawer, right? Let's take everything out of the drawer yes. and throw all the contents that's on the right. bed. That's right. And then keep what we're going to keep. Fold that, that's put right. that back that's right, right, and get rid of the rest. Yeah, and let me process that with you. Yeah. Can we talk about it so yeah. that you can help me think about this clearly, mm-hmm. right? I kind yeah. of, I've got some ideas about what I need, but I need someone to help me process it. And tell me I'm not crazy. And tell me I'm not crazy. And I think that's another term that is, um, it's, it's a tribute. It's contributes to the stigma. Yeah, it does. It does. But we also want to be affirmed. We do. That we're not part we're of not that. We're not crazy. Yeah. And we're not alone. And we're yeah. not the only ones going through this. Because Certainly oftentimes not. when you are in that space, um, you think that you're the only one going through it mm-hmm. until you open up and you find that people that are just like you yes. are going through the same yeah. types of things. And I think that it's the secrecy mm-hmm. that sort of paralyzes Our culture does us. that. Our culture says, zip it up, tuck it in, make it look really pretty, and don't let it hang out. I know. Okay? So you good? I'm good. We're good. Let's go and live our best lives. That's another one I'm ready to just That's right. That's right. I'm just kind of like, what's her name? Um, The the season this this semester, um, this this semester, uh, with um, Queen Sugar. You know, watch it. Okay, so no, the no, no is it Nora Nola Bordelone? She's write this know. book about the family secrets, and now the whole thing is blowing up. Oh, I heard about yes. this on a podcast. Yes, I to, and they were talking about if that was okay or not. Right. So you know what? That's a great sense. Yes, because if you don't have access to traditional therapy, right, and you do mm-hmm. find that friend. Right. That you are comfortable with, that friend that can let it pass through. Sure. That isn't going to take it all on. Mm-hmm. A lot of times what's stressing us out is folk. It <laughs> and is. it's folk that both of us know. That's right. And I I, I struggle because I love my family yeah, and my husband yeah, yeah, and my yeah, kids yeah. so much. Yeah. But I find sometimes what I've found in the past that yeah. with my friends, yeah. they'll change their attitude about somebody because I told them something. Right. And I'm going, whoa. So you have to know. I mean, that's it's that is the the spirit of discernment where Mm -hmm. you have to be able to say, with this information, I can trust you. So, like you know, you've got some girlfriends that you would absolutely trust with your kids. Absolutely, they're your best girlfriends, and you got some girlfriends that you can absolutely call when you want to work out. Uh They're your best girlfriends, and you got some girlfriends that you know you can unload about your husband, right? Right. Because they get on our nerves, right? right? Right. They're your best friends for that. So they're not all. It's not friends all in one are going to be able to serve you the same. Way. Gotcha. So you've got to know who to unload on, who's to watch your kids, mm-hmm. who you can get loan money to, who right. you can, <laughs> who you gonna call to do your hair, who's gonna, you gotcha. know, you've got to know who to call. You can't just tell somebody just because they're close to you. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're able to take the load that you're getting ready to drop. And that's right. about discerning where you fit. Right. Right. That's about mm-hmm. discerning where you fit. 
And speaking of that, that's also a good, um, because you talked about, you know, not um, people that may be using the term crazy. I'm in college mental health, so I will hear that word. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we know, and this is sort of a tool for parents, that we should be watching our kids particularly between the ages of 14 and 24. Now, okay. I know that's a huge Ooh, I span. I got two of them. That's a there. huge span. <laughs> yes. But 14 is when the brain starts, that 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 that, that hormonal surge mm-hmm. and the energy towards puberty. So yeah. they're like pre-pubescent and they're going through puberty and hormonal changes. So those changes start then. And you might see just a twinge of something that may signify to you that there may be some trouble down the road. By 24 it usually happens. Ooh. And those are the ages at which I see them in college yeah. mental health. Yeah. And so when parents when parents send their kids off to school, they're often thinking academically, I want to send my kid to this place because academically it can support them. It sure. is just as important to yes. make sure oh, that there's the that. right the right size yeah. campus, the right energy campus, right. that they're going to get the things well, that they need. Also that they want to be there. That they want to be that there. That they actually, that you're exactly. not Exactly. Living out your dreams. <laughs> but yes. can I get that money back? That money I took yes. taking my child on the HBCU that's, tour. That's, like, oh my gosh. It was great though. It was a great experience right, for right, us to have right, together right. at the end of the day. That's that right. wasn't her thing. That that's wasn't right. what she wanted to do. That's right. Um, we're getting close on time. Yeah. And so I kind of want to flip the conversation okay. Okay. and say, if I'm that friend yes. that my girlfriend or, or, or guy friend or spouse is unloading on, mm-hmm. what's important for me to know? Because I'm not traditionally trained mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm that trusted person, mm-hmm. what are some things that I maybe shouldn't say or do mm-hmm. or that maybe aren't helpful? The one, there are a couple of things. Um, the, the first thing is, which is it's so simple that I think it's complicated, is to learn how to listen is to learn how to really allow someone mm. to unload on you. I think and, part of that is understanding that you don't have a job to fix it. Right. That's right. Yeah. You don't have a job to fix it. When someone is unloading, <clears throat> oftentimes it's just about allowing and, and, and offering the space. Yeah. Because not everyone, and you'll know it, offers the space right. for you to unload. So that's number that's number one. I think the second thing that you could do is if you don't understand, mm-hmm. don't say you understand. <laughs> because right. it's okay not to understand. It's okay not to understand. Yeah. You know, it's okay not to understand. It's okay to just sit with them and allow them to be in that experience on their own. Gotcha. And then I think you 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 sort of said it the the third one first, which is don't try to fix it. Yeah. Okay. It's not always to fix. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just to be. Um, you may be able to offer suggestions. Maybe, maybe they don't want suggestions. Right. Or you might ask, what can I do? Is there anything I can do to support you in this space? And oftentimes, depending on what the level of awareness of your friend who's sharing with you, mm-hmm. it may be, uh, and I've had this experience. No, I just need you to listen. And I've also had the experience, I need you to help me with my daughter. I need you to call a, um, I need you to get a therapist for my daughter. Mm. Or 
I need you to call and get a therapist for me I because see. I'm plugged into this network where I can help people find therapists. Right, so they'll right. say, this is what I need from you. Yeah. And so you can always do, you know, ask that question. What can I do? Mm-hmm. Is there anything I can do to support you in this space? Mm-hmm. And so really it's about, you know, not about necessarily trying to launch into being a competent therapist, but just listen, <laughs> right. right? Just, just listen, just yeah. be a friend, yeah. just be a friend. That's It's yeah. so easy, yet it's so profound yeah. and so helpful yeah. and it's something that I think we're all searching for I really think so. I think a lot of times what drives us to looking for a therapist yep. is we don't have anybody who we knows don't. how to listen mm. who knows how to just be and provide that space mm. um, without taking on our burdens mm-hmm. um, that's interesting because for me it's really natural to listen which is why sometimes people will will share with me mm-hmm. but I know that that's not that's not typical. It's taken me a long time to figure. Yeah. I think I'm that person too for a lot of my friends. But Probably. you know where I get hot I get caught up is now that I know all that you're going through, I don't the wanna... last thing oh. I'm gonna do is burden you with what I'm going through. Mm. Um and I am very cognizant of when I'm speaking to somebody mm-hmm. if what I'm saying or what I would like to be able to yeah. say is too heavy. Right. Because I tend to I don't know. I really, I hit the jackpot with this life. Yeah, <laughs> I got a yeah. lot of heavy things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I think that's great. Those are fantastic tips. Yeah. I'm so glad that we have I this conversation. I am too. I am too. I am too. I want to um, end on on plugging again. Where we, <laughs> we do what we do, right? right. And I'm a nurse right. practitioner. And what that's I'm right. going to plug is your first contact a lot of times is going to be that primary care provider. That right. is why we started with that. Um, That's I'll right. always come back around to that. That's right. There are certain things that may look like mental health that aren't mental health, like insomnia, like thyroid or other hormonal um, disorders or things being out of whack. Uh, for women, there can be premenstrual syndromes. There are some things that parents may think is their children right. losing their mind, and really, they're just growing their, their up. Their brains are developing. That's right. <laughs> it's just normal. That's they're right. going through um, sometimes weight gain and just a loss of interest in yeah. things that you used to be interested in. Uh, it can be a sign, and, and that's something that you can absolutely tell your care provider. You know, I used to really enjoy you know doing these things and now I don't find any joy in those anymore it doesn't have to be a physical ailment in order to make an appointment and while that person may be able to help by running some simple blood tests or having you do some questionnaires that help guide uh, the needs that you have they can also refer you uh, for therapy or or for um, other other treatment that might be helpful in your situation. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have access or you don't know where to go or where to look, you can always start with your primary care provider. And a lot of times they will be able to help you. They may be able to offer you some lifestyle change tips. Um, They may be able to prescribe an antidepressant if that's something that you need. They may be able to make a referral uh, for someone who can help you further. So um, I also want to plug freeclinics.com. 
this is a resource that I've recently been made, been made aware of. I was looking for stuff like, gosh, you know, sometimes on our end we make things sound so simple when really they're not quite as simple. Um, but you can go to freeclinics.com, select your state, and look uh, for free clinics, walk-in clinics, sliding scale medical clinics, and free clinics in your area, and establish care there if cost is an issue. And once you establish care, that primary care provider, again, can definitely help you get connected. Um, so we're over 30 minutes, we but are, I think it was worth are. it. It was. Thank it you was a great so time. much. We'll Thank have to you. talk again. I think so. Yeah, think so. that was just, we just touched on one question. Oh, we question. did. We Were did. We can talk about music and <laughs> art and writing and no. all of the other things. That oh, can, my gosh, yes. Right. There's so, so many other things. We have to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actionable steps. We're all about actionable That's right. steps. So That's right. What's one actionable step we can leave listeners with? So, okay. so the the one actionable actionable step that we talked about is to find that friend mm-hmm. who is um, who you already know who that is that you can dump on and talk to. Um, but I'm going to cheat and also give you a, a couple of others. Sure. Two, I'm gonna I'm gonna co-sign on what Devin said about starting with your primary care physician. I think everybody has one. If you don't have a therapist, that person might be able to help you um, navigate. And then what we didn't talk a lot about, but a lot of you, especially in the arts community, how could I forget the arts, are um, connected to rhythm. And so if you like music, don't forget to reconnect with the music that you love. If you love books, don't forget, you can download books on audiobook, you know, because you haven't been able to read you know, through Kindle, mm-hmm. download audiobooks, do music, write, do art, all of the things that used to make you happy as a child, reconnect to those things because your your body doesn't lie and that energy will go somewhere. So that's a way of getting the energy. I love out. that. Yeah. Reconnect with the things you liked as oh, a child. Yeah. I, was so... I felt like all I did this weekend was play. Oh, yay. I had so much fun. That's so good. I had so that's much... therapy, man. It was. What? I have a friend who has a five-year-old. Yes. So I took her to church with me this morning and she had oh, to come man. over after and we played in the yard that's it that's it it doesn't have to be all it doesn't have to be and costly yeah it really doesn't and and allowing ourselves permission because i can tell you there's a time in my life when i would have thought that's ridiculous i'm not gonna hang out with a five-year-old today right can i tell you she is caucasian yeah and she had uh several barbies with her and she had one black barbie with her and let me tell you what she said she pulled out the black barbie and she said Auntie, I thought you would love this Barbie because look at her heels. Oh! <laughs> you know no, that's what? right. This is Isn't that great. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back with more. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should touch base again with, with the, some of the other things that yeah, you were talking so about. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll let you all know. But stay tuned. In the meantime, you know where to find me at D the NP on social media, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And share the podcast, you know, send me feedback, send comments, let me know what are some things that you all will want to talk about um, with regard to your health and wellness. And, you know, I just, I have to give a shout out to God because here I am up here in this place and I have found all these professionals like yourself who are willing and excited to come on and just share with the listeners. Like, this is real. That is real. This is real. real. Let's do it. So I know whatever needs you all have, a way will be made and we will see you or talk to you then that's right (laughs) take care and thank you so much thank you and they can find me at dr sis on all of the 
At Dr. Sis. At Dr. Sis. Wonderful. Yep. I love that. That's so easy. That's so easy. <laughs> All right, you All guys. Right. Take care.